Welcome to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you're interested in staying healthy, becoming fitter or stronger, getting rid of pain, or enhancing your athletic performance, this is a place for you. We're excited to be part of your journey to better health. Thanks for listening. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Sports Performance Podcast. We do have a new family member on the podcast today. That is Coach Tiffany Jean-Pierre. Did I say that? Fans are so fancy. Did I? Is that like, do you introduce yourself as a Jean-Pierre? No? Is no it not? not quite so fancy. Okay. But I've heard everything from Jean Perry Ooh, to that's good. Jean-Pierre Jean to Jean, and they just forget the last part Jean. of my name. <laughs> that's unique. Or they think my first name is Jean, so yes. they're like, oh, hi, Jean. No. What? <laughs> Who are you talking to? Uh, Tiffany is our uh, newest team member. Uh, she is our performance specialist at Sports Performance and uh, is going to be awesome addition to the podcast. Uh, just coming in from another different perspective to help you guys stay active, healthy, and all with the latest, greatest tips. Uh, today, we are talking about four tips on how to tell the difference between pain and soreness and why it matters. This applies to every single one of you. Some of you are sore driving right now. Some of you have, uh, you know, have some pain. And one of the most challenging parts is how to differentiate the two um, so you can continue pushing, right? And Dr. Melanie, why did you come up with this topic? What happened? So I came up with this topic um, for two different reasons. One was it was a reoccurring topic with my clients this past week. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to explain to them the difference between pain and soreness and what to watch out for and the Mm -hmm. distinguishing factors. Um, Another one was um, my husband kind of made a comment to me, Will, I hope you're listening because you should be. (laughs) Um, He had... I still don't even know whether he experienced pain or soreness in his shoulder. And I told, and I asked him, is it pain or is it soreness? Cause you just played in a baseball game yesterday. And he said, well, why does it matter? It hurts. It doesn't matter whether it's pain or soreness. And I said, false, (laughs) you are wrong. You need to know the difference between pain and soreness because that's going to tell you a lot about what's going on in your body. Yeah. So um, another piece that we we have here at Sports Performance and we teach at every single client, both on the performance level, massage and, and rehab level that, you know, we have a green, yellow light and red light system. And it kind of gauges, it gives you really good information on when it's safe to push and when it's safe to pull and, you know, when to go on. So um, I'll let Dr. T- don't, let's, see, let's see, Dr. Melanie will have you run first. I was going to have Tiffany run in with the first title, but I'll let you start. Okay. So give me, give me the first tip. Okay. So the first tip is understanding like what type of pain you're experiencing, pain or soreness. So um, exercise induced muscle soreness is a normal thing that happens to your body after you exercise, after you put your muscles to work, Mm -hmm. it is normal. Pain is not so normal. So a huge distinguishing factor is soreness um, can be described as achy Uh or dull, Uh or it just kind of feels like your muscles are tired or tight. Pain comes more when you feel uh, really like in the joint itself Mm -hmm. rather than the muscles. And it's like that sharp pain that you get um, with movement. Yeah. So I think another addition to that is pain... can be and is often localized. Like you can yeah. draw um, the size of a quarter around something. 
Um, sometimes pressure feels really good on pain. Mm-hmm. Um, general soreness, and, and a lot of us think of, you know, your legs being sore after a run, right? That's on both sides. Mm-hmm. It's pretty gross. It's pretty all over the legs versus pain. Rarely do you have pain very pinpoint on both sides. That's very rare. So on top of the the actual description that Dr. Melanie gave, I, I think that think of it as, do you have a match pair? Is it on both sides? Oh, yeah. Is it very gross? Is it all over? Or is it very pinpoint and specific and you can draw a little circle around that? That also helps, but not always, right? So, yeah. um, Tiffany, what do you what do you hear with your clients? I mean, some, that's that's a big thing for the coaching side because you have to decide how much to give to this person. Absolutely, um, and I think it's especially important for youth athletes because mm. they're at an age where everything hurts. So, trying to get them to understand the difference between mm-hmm. pain and soreness. Okay, we just did a set of shoulder presses. Are you getting, like Dr. Melanie said, a sharp stabbing pain where you can draw a specific pinpoint and point to that area or are your arms feeling tired and weak and fatigued because you just pressed weight overhead? So I think it's important to get them to understand and distinguish between the two what caused that pain. Is it the sharpness? Is it um, we just caused some muscle fatigue? So understanding that I think will really help the workouts and it'll allow you to know whether you can push more or whether you should back off because both pain and soreness are a good thing in their own respects. Mm -hmm. Soreness are those micro tears in our muscles that tell us we're making those strength gains. That's what everybody wants. And Pain's also a good indicator of how far we can push our body or maybe we pushed our body too far. So they're both good in their own respects. We just have to learn how to understand them and listen to them and feed off of that. 100%. Um, So that's perfect. So that was the type, right? Just kind of, you got to understand that first, right? Before we understand, just to help you differentiate the two, right? Um, Okay, so number two, Uh, what do you got for me, Dr. Melanie? Uh, So number two is going to be looking at your time frame. So typical muscle soreness after an exercise can last anywhere from 24 to 72 hours. And then it typically starts fading away during that time. Or once it hits that 72 mark, you start noticing a decrease in soreness. Pain itself can last greater than three days. And that's when um, you need to start being a little bit more in tune with your body and what it's uh, it's trying to tell you for sure. Mm -hmm. Yes, the time frame is huge, right? Uh, for some people, it only lasts short time. Mm-hmm. Other people, I, I, the what's doms. yeah? The the doms. Doms. That's exactly dumb. Dumb, dumb. So the, <laughs> uh, the doms, man, it is ruthless because you had a great session. Next day, you're like, I'm ready to go. Yeah, and right. then seventy or forty eight hours after, it hits you like a bus. <laughs> yeah. and you're like, that was not a good idea. But pain can start. During your activity, you're in a run. Mm-hmm. It hurts right then and there. Uh, it can be present the next day. It can be present for a long period of time. But um, how long do you feel it takes, you know, for DOMS to fully resolve? What do you think? Um, Muscle soreness. I'd say anywhere from 72 hours to yeah. a week. Yeah. Right? It for some depends. people, yeah. yeah. If you're a CrossFit you did Murph, that's going to last you a week or two. Yeah. Right? You run a marathon that, and this is your first one, it's going to last you a week. Yeah. Yeah, so that's very fair. Um, if you're just doing a general workout and you did um, some high-intensity intervals or you did something uh, very creative with, with intensity, uh, you might eh, 
three to five days, right? Mm -hmm. So that varies. Uh, what about pain specifically? Pain can last for, Ooh. gosh, a lifetime. If it's like a marriage. It could be a lifetime. <laughs> it could be a lifetime. It could be a lifetime. <laughs> um, so the time frame is important. Um, and so, Tiffany, do you ask? Do you ask these questions often? I mean, when you're training people, you work with them. Um, how do you how do you look at the time frame um, and part of what you do? Honestly, that's like the first question to start off our session. How mm -hmm. are you feeling today? Yeah. Um, maybe I saw them two days ago. Maybe I saw them a week ago. Any pain, any soreness, what's going on? What have you been doing in their off time? So if I have a client that says, yeah, I'm having real bad pain in my shoulders. What have you done the last couple days? Yep. Oh, I went and played basketball for five sure. hours. Okay. Mm -hmm. yep. So is it pain or is it muscle fatigue? Are you just sore and tired? Maybe you overdid it just a little bit. Um, so that's a huge question, and I ask that intermittently throughout the workout. Maybe we just did a really hard set or a new exercise. Hey, how are you feeling? Yep. Um, I try to get my clients to really get in tune with that, so maybe I'll give them a homework assignment. Hey, tomorrow, try to remember how you're feeling after we did this specific exercise because it's new. Is that muscle group sore? Right. How does that feel over the next couple of days? And trying to get them to really listen to their body to know how far we can or can't push them. Mm -hmm. and, and these are great questions for you guys. And, and listeners, we have uh, the whole spectrum of listeners. Um, and I, we've had a lot of people reach out and let us know that they enjoy the podcast. And some of them are clients, some are friends, family members, uh, all over. So uh, all of this applies. So if you're working with somebody who you call your personal trainer, your coach, your PT, your healthcare provider, whatever you call that person, these are all good things and should be asked during your sessions to know that you're in the right place, right? Mm -hmm. Because if they're not asking these questions and you're going right into your workout and you were sore the next day, that's only going to compound or make it worse, potentially. Um, so just make sure that you feel that these are things that you're asking yourself and then you're in an environment where they're being asked as well. Yeah, okay. and and then from a physical therapy standpoint, it can it can determine how we treat that day too, 100%. how how aggressive we can be, yep. what we need to focus on, if we need to be concerned about anything else. Yep, it's important important questions to know. One hundred percent. So we have type and time frame. Uh, what do you got for number three, Doctor Melanie? Uh, so number three and four kind of coincide together, but number three are looking for the improving factors mm. versus pain and soreness. So for soreness, um, typically it feels better with stretching. Mm -hmm. It feels better with movement. You're mm -hmm. getting blood flow to the muscles. You're getting them uh, through that healing process. Um, and they, it, and it feels better with a, a certain amount of rest. You don't have mm -hmm. to overdo the rest period. Um, and pain is basically the opposite. Mm. It does not feel good with uh, movement. <laughs> yep. You need more rest. You need to have uh, extra additives. So ice, uh, ibuprofen, sure. you have to have other things just besides uh, stretching and rest. So that's a good good indication. That's a good point. And, and we're not advocating for all those things. We're just sure. saying that typically when people come in, they say that those things made it feel better. Mm -hmm. uh, it gives us a little bit indication that yep. that might be more pain than not. And for some of you guys, this might seem so fundamental. You're like, oh my gosh, I know that. But here's the reality check. You had to learn some of these things throughout your journey to figure this out. And all we're doing is adding to your current knowledge. Or for some of you guys that are newer to this, this is important that as you start your exercise journey or back onto your exercise journey, that you keep these in place. And so you, you keep that in the back of your head because the worst thing you can do is stop. Right, we all know that, uh, and and these things are built so that you can continue exercising 
with better knowledge and awareness and not have a re-aggravation or, you know, a flare up of something that you've had before. And I mm -hmm. see this all the time with people who deadlift. Okay. Yeah. Deadlifting is one of the end squatting. One of those things that your back always feels tight. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. if you don't feel tight after those, good for you. That's, I mean, you're, <laughs> you're blessed. Um, so we get people in who are newer to deadlifting or squatting and they're like, my back hurts. And for some, you, they, they might say, well, that's just normal. That's just part of that workout, right? But this is where this comes into place. You know, when can you squat again? And a lot of you are thinking like, oh my gosh, wait, uh, what is an actual number? And you got you to gotta keep these four bullet points in mind when you're like, is this pain or is this soreness? So don't overlook these little things that can make a dramatic impact on if you separate your training days and you have pain and you go again in two days and it's not ready, you can be out for up to two weeks. Then you're not a happy person. Then you're asking us to fix it in a day. And then you're like, I want to exercise tomorrow. And that, you know, and it's just this whole like a whole stream of, and we all laugh because we know what that feels like. And some of you are shaking your heads in your car right now. I can totally see you focus on the, focus on the drive. Um, so, you know, just keep these in mind. So the improving factors. So knowing what makes that feel better. Uh, number four, what do you got? Okay. Last but not least is the exact opposite. So worsening factors. Um, and soreness is uh, basically sitting still. The if you, worst thing, the you, worst can thing do. you can do for <laughs> DOMS. You need to keep those muscles moving, people. Uh -huh. um, and then pain. Um, a worsening factor is, is with movement, especially if you had given yourself that 24 to 72 hours of rest yep. and you're still not seeing any improvement in your symptoms of yep. pain, then that's going to be a, a clear indication that we're dealing with something a little bit more than just muscle soreness after an exercise. And Tiffany has a couple of great points about um, uh, like factors that you need to think about during your workout or during your exercise that can contribute mm -hmm. to the pain or muscle soreness too. Yeah. Right. You know, especially you kind of have to reflect back on the workout that you did you know, maybe you loaded up your squat too heavy or you had a little bit off technique on your deadlift. So squats and deadlifts, everybody does them, mm -hmm. but everybody is different. We all have different body types. We have different biomechanics. Mm -hmm. We have different lever systems. So just because a back squat is great for Dr. Chris, mm -hmm. a back squat might not be great for me. And maybe that's why my low back is tight or stiff. Sure. So looking at those movements from a technical standpoint, maybe you shouldn't go down as far in your deadlift and that's why your low back's aching. So there could be a lot of factors that are causing that pain or um, extreme soreness that really shouldn't be there. Exercise shouldn't cause pain if we're doing right technique for our body type. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and um, back squatting, front squatting, trap bar squatting, I know we're talking about kind of everything, but you're on the topic of squatting. That's not for everybody, right? Mm -hmm. If you're 7'2", uh, right, those are long levers. You imagine what that looks like. Yeah. Maybe back squatting might not be the best based on ankle mobility, hip mobility. There's just for different equations. And for that person, that same squatting technique, same squatting number as maybe they're with friends and they all do squatting, they're all back squatting, and other people aren't, so they're sore but not in pain. And this person's like, I think mine is different. Well, the same movement doesn't mean that, or the same workout uh, amount and numbers and weight and same movement, it's not going to be appropriate for everybody. Mm -hmm. So just because you do the same workout with everybody else doesn't mean that you're going to have the same symptoms as somebody else. So you really have to look at these things, what makes it worse, what makes it better, and then what's the best thing for you. 
that's a that's 100 true so um yeah so the improving worsening factors give you i think some of the better indications of what this is mm -hmm. yeah right. um so we, we're we're going to tease you we're not going to show you how to fix these things <laughs> we're gonna, you have to tune into the next one for that um but yeah so these are important things um anything else guys that you think that are critical for people to understand the difference between these two um, maybe not so much, well, kind of going off of the difference, but just if you are beginning to think that is more pain rather than soreness, mm -hmm. do not wait too long mm. to seek help, mm. whether it's from somebody here at Sports Performance, yep. whether it's your uh, medical provider somewhere else, yep. it is important to understand what your body is trying to tell you. And if you need someone else to help you figure that out, we're here for you. Yeah, 100%. And, and that's just the reality check for a lot of you that... I think a lot of people think that they have to be in pain to seek help. Mm -hmm. Man, that's the worst thing you can do. Right. Oh my gosh. Uh, we've had numerous people that come in and we get them better in a few sessions. They're like, oh my gosh, I could have become, I should have come in sooner. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 100% we understand yep. that, but you just have to keep that in your mind. And you once you know what that feels like, you're like, oh my gosh, it, it could have saved me a month. It could have mm -hmm. saved me six weeks. Uh, just realize that uh, having knowledge is power and sometimes you don't have that knowledge. It's going to take you... A month worth of googling and youtubing and wasting time and energy instead of seeing somebody for an hour having all the information ahead of you and be like perfect that's all i needed mm -hmm. right and that's exactly what this podcast is aimed about so uh dr melly great topic thanks awesome good job <laughs> thanks uh, clients we, <laughs> thank you to our clients for giving <laughs> yeah. us these uh, so again if you guys have any uh, additional topics this is purely to help you guys so uh, we appreciate all the emails and and uh, input that you, we get from you guys so uh, until next time, uh, thank you, Tiffany and Dr. Melanie, for your input. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye. See you guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you enjoy our content, help us help others by giving us a five-star review. This gives us an opportunity to provide people just like you with great information to stay healthy. If you have any questions, email us at teamsp at sportsperformancept.com. If you want more, head over to our website and sign up for our VIP email list to stay in touch with the latest and greatest. And while you're there, download one of our free reports on back pain, knee pain, ankle pain, or running efficiency. It doesn't matter if you're new to exercise, an experienced personal trainer or coach, healthcare professional or professional athlete. This information is literally for anyone interested in fitness and health. We're excited to keep you healthy and active. We'll see you on our next episode.